welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. You may notice this giant microphone in my face. Um, the reason for this being here is that I am on a quest to get you guys better content, better audio, better visuals. Um, if you pay attention to the channel, if you watch things on here before, you'll know that I got a drone for Christmas. So there's going to be some drone footage coming on future trips and things like that. Um, so get excited. There's going to be some good stuff. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I'm seeing a lot in my YouTube feed. Um, every time I come to YouTube, all my recommended videos are, you know, something to the effect of top 10 things I hate about my Jeep Gladiator, my Toyota 4Runner, my, you know, whatever the vehicle may be, right? So on today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the 10 things I don't hate about my Nissan Xterra. So kind of parodying that stuff a little bit because honestly, it's getting a little played out, right? Like everybody even says they, 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 make very clickbaity titles, right? They say, I hate these things. And then you get into the video and the first thing they say is, well, I don't actually hate these things. They're just little annoyances about the vehicle, right? So my video is titled 10 things I don't hate about my Xterra because I'm really going to tell you things that I don't hate about my Xterra and actually I really like. So if you want to hear more about that, let's head out to the truck and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, guys, so as I mentioned, on today's video, I'm going to run you through the 10 things I don't hate or the 10 things that I love about my 05 Nissan Xterra SE four-wheel drive. I also think that this is one of the few budget-priced overlanding rigs that you can get that is extremely capable, extremely reliable, and really well-suited for overlanding. Um, before we dive into that, though, I wanted to kind of touch briefly on what this channel does. So if you're new to the channel, if you haven't seen my channel before, um, I wanted to kind of just give you a really brief overview of what I do so that you know what to expect. Uh, my name's Fletch. Um, I love overlanding. I love Nissans. I love gear. I like doing gear reviews. And I like chatting with you guys. So if you like gear reviews, if you like trip videos, if you like overlanding tips, um, on various topics about overlanding, how to get into overlanding, how to save money, how to budget overland, how to build your own stuff, how to do DIY rig modifications, please consider subscribing to the channel. Um, just click the subscribe button, the big red subscribe button below, and click the bell to be notified when I release new videos. So that's it. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and all major podcast channels. So visit me at allthingsoverlanding.com to find quick, easy links to those things. Um, you know, join the conversation. Jump in over there, and I'd love to talk to you guys. So that being said, let's get back to the top 10 things that I really don't hate about my Nissan Xterra. 
Um, first of all, I wanted to jump into the motor. Um, if you know anything about Nissans, if you've ever, you know, researched uh, Nissan Xterras, they come with a venerable 4-liter. It's called a VQ40DE. So the VQ40DE motor is a hell of a motor. Um, basically, it's been pretty much unchanged except for some slight tweaks in like 2011. Since 2005 until 2015, the Xterra has had the 4-liter motor. Um, you can also find it in a variety of other vehicles like Frontiers, Pathfinders, um, the Nissan NV vans have it, the 1500, the 2500 HD, um, the NV passenger van has it, uh, and even the Patrol overseas where we can't get them. They're beautiful, awesome trucks. We can't get them. They have them in the Patrol. Um, you know, for the most part, it puts out around 265 horsepower and about 285 pound-foot of torque, which for me, coming from a 2000 Jeep Cherokee XJ, I think those four liters put out, what, about 200 horsepower and like 220 pound-foot of torque, something like that. Feel free to correct me in the comments. I'm sure that's not 100% right. Um, but it's a significant amount more horsepower and torque. It does everything that you need it to do off-road. It's a very capable motor. Um, the only sort of downside of the motor is fuel consumption. So I average about 14 to 15 miles per gallon, mixed city, mostly city, honestly, and some highway. On the highway, my best is maybe 17 or 18 miles per gallon, though. So again, if you're looking for a Prius, this is definitely not the thing for you. If you're looking for something that's super capable, super reliable, and the, a motor that'll run for two to 300,000 miles pretty easily with very minimum uh, maintenance, then the VQ40DE is a great motor, and that's what you get in the Xterra's 05 through 15. The second thing that I want to talk about that I love about my Xterra, or don't hate, is the roof rack and wet storage bin. So all the Xterras come stock with a really nice, pretty beefy roof rack on them. Um, you know, in a lot of other vehicles, they may have, you know, sort of crossbars and things like that, but then you have to spend a great deal more money. You know, a lot of these aftermarket roof racks are 600 to 1000 bucks, maybe more. Um, with the exterior, it comes with a nice, sturdy roof rack already, a couple crossbars that are meh, they're okay. Um, but they also have this wet storage box on the front. So you may have noticed that part on the front that looks, you know, it's like flat plastic, it says Nissan on it. That is actually a lockable wet box. So you could unlock it, and it has a little floor in it with, you know, drain holes, basically like a, a mesh sort of bottom on it. Um, and in there, you could throw wet clothing. What I like it for is recovery gear. So if you get stuff super wet or muddy, you could take your strap and throw it up in that box, close it down, lock it up, and keep it up there and let the mud and water and stuff drain up, up drain out up there instead of bringing it into your vehicle, muddying up your carpet and all that sort of stuff. So just kind of a nice little thing that they thought of um, as just a little added piece of mind for the vehicle. Um, also, the roof rack, from what I've heard, and you know, again, correct me if I'm wrong down in the comments, uh, should support about 250 pounds static weight. But then I know people, I know people that have Xterras and have put, you know, a 100, 150 pound rooftop tent up there and then slept one or two, sometimes three people up there and had no problems. So my sort of plan is, if you've, again, watched the channel before, I'm going to be, over this season in 2020, I'm going to be building a DIY rooftop tent, clamshell design, um, out of wood and, uh, and a pre-existing tent. So I'm kind of envisioning, from what I've read online for similar builds, they're around 100 to 120 pounds, and then, of course, myself. So I'm not going to get into my weight, but it'll be a few hundred pounds total when it's done. So it'll be a good test for sure, but I will definitely report back once I get that going and I'm actually using it. Um, but still, a nice thing to have where you don't have to go right out and buy an aftermarket roof rack or something like that to make it work. The third thing that I really like about my Xterra is the Utilitrack system. 
if you're not familiar with this, I'm going to try and show you in the back of the Xterra here. Um, one bad thing is I've built a drawer system that goes into the back of the truck, and it is actually utilizing the Utilitrack system to keep it locked in place. Um, on a stock truck where you don't have a drawer system, you would have these two Utilitracks, basically these T-shaped tracks, um, and the truck by default comes with these little hooks that you can put down in them and then just tighten down basically and move them around wherever you need them to strap stuff down. Again, in my case, I actually utilized the pieces that go down in the track and just got matching bolts that would match up to that and then bolted my drawer system straight to that. So for me, again, I've watched a lot of other folks um, do reviews of how to install drawer systems and things like that. They had to drill holes in their floor, put washers up through, RTV stuff, paint stuff to keep it from rusting, to keep water from coming into the vehicle. In my case, I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff because the Xterra comes default with this Utilitrack system. So... It's awesome and a really nice benefit. And even if you don't build a drawer system, it's still great for you know strapping down any number of things from you know groceries to Pelican cases to whatever you may have. So Utilitrack system is definitely a big thing that I do not hate about the Xterra. Number four, uh, built-in steps in the rear to access the roof. Again, I'm out of the truck. I'm gonna show you some of this. Um, my truck has the cladding removed. And the reason I did that was twofold. One. Uh, at one point, a lady hit my truck when it was parked in a parking lot and scuffed it up. Uh, two, that plastic tends to fade. My truck is an 05. It's almost 2020, so it's about 15 years old. Rather than continually trying to refresh that plastic, I just decided to pull it off. Plus, that gets me quicker access to the metal parts underneath to prevent rust. Um, I hit that all with some Rust-Oleum underneath of there and just painted it all black. The steps have a metal frame that goes inside of that plastic cover anyway, so the steps are still there for me. I lost no functionality. Um, but on a normal truck, you would see these steps with just a plastic cover on them. So that's just some nice, an added benefit if you want to access your roof. In my case, you know, I've got um, my high lift jack is up there. My traction mats are up there. Sometimes I will put gas tanks up there. Um, if I'm going on a long trip. And then, of course, my awning is also up there. So just having that option to get up there in an easy fashion is a really nice benefit. So number five, removable rear seats. Um, again, when they were designing the Xterra, they were thinking of people that would be using this thing for off-roading, going to the beach, you know, activities outside. And the thing that I really like is the back seats will fold flat, which is great. You can pop the headrests out, which gives you even more room, you know, down on the floorboards. But then even further than that, you can actually remove the seat bottoms. They have big red handles. You pop them off, and you can take the whole bottom of the seat out and fold the back of the seat even flatter. Um, it's just such a thoughtful, you know, thing for Nissan to have done, and it makes it so much more useful. It's also interesting that in the Xterras, if you remove those bottom seats, fold the seat back flat, and get a Tupperware action packer, those things fit perfectly in between the front seat and the rear seat. So you can have a flat surface just by being, buying something that you can actually use to store other things. It matches up perfectly with that area. And in the off-road slash Pro 4X trims, you can actually fold the front passenger seat totally flat. And the intention with that was to be able to make it into essentially a sleeping platform. Um, so that's really cool, right? So again, when you're talking about overlanding, if you want a super simple setup, um, I'll put a link down below to B-Roll uh, Off-Road. He did a review slash walkthrough of his Xterra, and he shows you he wanted something super simple. He didn't want a rooftop tent. He didn't want to have to get out of the truck and set something up. He wanted something that was always just sort of there, and he could hop into it and go to bed. He basically did that exact thing. He set up a, you know, kind of a semi-permanent 
bed roll in the back of his truck um, utilizing the folding rear seats. So it just shows you how capable these things are and how well set up they are for overlanding. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So number six, premium sound system. I know this sounds funny, but, you know, my last trip that I took was from Indiana to West Virginia, and I was on the road for about 10 hours um, each way. In the SE trim and in some of the off-road package trim trucks, they come with a nine-speaker, 300-watt Rockford Fosgate premium sound system. Um, that includes a big 8-inch subwoofer underneath the driver's seat, plus, you know, two uh, tweeters up here, Door speakers, two speakers in each back door, and then the sub. So that'd be two, four, six, eight, nine with the sub. So nine speaker system. Um, you know, it it's not going to blow your socks off. It's no like you know Infinity Reference system or anything like that. But for a stock truck, again, without having to put any investment into it, I kind of do enjoy having better audio. I haven't felt the need to mess with the audio system in this truck. It actually works pretty well. Um, so that's just another benefit, right? You don't have to spend any more money. You don't have to spend any more time. You don't have to cut anything up or modify anything. If you have the premium sound system, that's just one more thing to love about the truck. Moving on to number seven, um, on the off-road and Pro 4X trims, you can get, well, actually it's standard on the Pro 4X and the, the off-road trim, an electronic rear locking differential. Um, that's a huge thing. It's awesome. And I know, you know, don't get me wrong. I know that there are some Toyotas, the old forerunners, some of the land cruisers and things like that, that are double or even triple locked. That's fantastic. Right. But so to give you a point of reference, when I was looking at my truck, again, mine's an 05. I bought it with about 94,000 miles on it. I paid, I paid $7,000 for that truck when I bought it four years ago, 94,000 miles. Um, top trim, four wheel drive, I put brakes on it for 130 bucks, rotors and pads all the way around, um, and I replaced a radiator for 70 bucks right when I bought the truck. That's the only real maintenance that I've ever done to it, besides like wearable parts like suspension, you know, bushings and things like that. Um, however, Toyota's, you know, when I was looking at that time, a '99 Forerunner with 150 to 180 thousand miles on the thing was 10 to 12 grand. Now this was four years ago, you know, prices change, things like that, but they usually stay the same from one vehicle to another. So nowadays you might be able to get a, a, an Xterra like mine. Mine now has 132,000 miles on it, which really for a 15 year old truck is pretty low mileage um, for, you know, five or six grand somewhere in that ballpark, maybe even a little less depending on the condition. Um, but I bet you money and I haven't looked at a forerunner recently, but I'll bet you that a similar forerunner with a couple hundred thousand miles is still probably six to eight grand. Um, so again, for the price point, if you can find a, a Pro 4X, which would be a 2011 through 15, or an off-road trim, which would be an 05 through 2011, but they're the same thing, they just changed the name when they refreshed it in 2011. So that's definitely something that I don't hate about the Xterra. So moving on to number eight, um, built-in first aid kit. And I know it's basically a marketing gimmick, but at the same time, I feel like it kind of shows the spirit of the truck, right? Like this truck is a hefty, hardy, 
you know, truck that is meant to be taken off road. It's meant to be wheeled. It's meant to be abused and used. And it's meant to run for a really long time. And I love the fact that they said, look, you know, screw it. We're going to go ahead and we're going to make a custom little area for this. And we're going to make a, a handy little bag that when you undo this, the straps, it will flop out and hang right there in front of your face and have easy access to get to this first aid kit. And we're going to equip it with a ton of band-aids and scissors and all these, you know, different various things that you're going to need if you were ever in an emergency. Um, so it saves me something I got to buy. It saves me storing a first aid kit somewhere else. It's within easy, easy access. And it actually was sort of the inspiration for the back of my truck where I then mounted, you know, shovel and axe, a flashlight, my Mora knife, um, all that stuff back there as well. Cause I was like, you know what, this is so cool. This whole back hatch is not being utilized. Now I can, I can use it to store a bunch of my gear. Um, so I love the first aid kit and you know what? I have kids too. So I've never luckily knock on wood. I've never had to use the kit for anything life-threatening, but I can't tell you how many times I've had a kid cut a finger when we're out at a campsite and they're crying about it and they're upset. Makes them feel better to put a band-aid on it. Um, or, you know, I've cut myself or, you know, done something stupid any number of times. And just to be able to pop into the back of the truck instead of having to go somewhere to get a band-aid or go somewhere to clean it out, I can just get it all right there. Really nice benefit. All right. So number nine, talking about price. As I mentioned earlier, these things can go for a fraction of the price of a to similar Toyota truck, right? So you could get a 4Runner, but you're going to get one with, you know, sometimes 50% more miles, even sometimes double the mileage for the same price or even more. Like the Toyotas, as I mentioned, I was looking at 99 Toyota 4Runners with 180 to 200,000 miles on them, and they were about 9999, 10 grand to 12 grand, depending on the condition and the options. Um, I found my Xterra 05 with 94,000 miles on it, and I bought it for seven. So this thing is a steal. If you're looking to get into overlanding, if you are a budget-minded overlander like me, and you just want to go out and enjoy wilderness, you want to go out and you want to go camping, you want to take your kids with you, um, the Xterra is a great vehicle for that, and you can get it cheap, and they're super reliable. Like, this 4-liter and the 5-speed trans are essentially bulletproof. Um, so, you know, I would definitely recommend it, and from a price standpoint, I think it's a great benefit of a truck like this. Number 10, simplicity and hardiness. So, the cool thing about these two is they are super simple to work on. Um, I've owned probably uh, 10 or 12 different Nissans in the last 15 years or so, and I've acquired tools along the way because I try to do all my own work on them, and I haven't had to buy anything in the last four years since I bought this Xterra. I have tools left over from my 350Z, from my Infiniti G35X, and they all just are interchangeable. So all the parts are the same size. The hub nuts are the same size. Um, you know, the wheel patterns. Now, the trucks are six uh, six lug wheels so obviously the trucks to cars don't really work but like all the cars that i've ever had have been five by 114.3 um and so the wheels are interchangeable the you know the the components are interchangeable parts are plentiful and they're easy to find and they're cheap so like for example like i mentioned earlier my radiator uh was it's, it's just a plastic radiator when i bought the truck it was about 10 11 years old it's developed a leak 70 bucks on amazon had it in two days popped it in in a weekend with a buddy Good to go and it's been four years and it works like a champ i haven't touched the the belt i haven't done anything to this thing aside from wearable parts and it still just runs like a champ um so you know that simplicity that hardiness is definitely an added benefit um, an example is when i went to west virginia again it was about 10 hours each way we were out there for four days 
three nights, I think, four days and three nights, four days and four nights, um, overlanded and off-roaded literally all day from the time we woke up until dinner time. We off-roaded to the point where we hit one section that was so hilly, my brakes actually started to smoke because we're just so hilly and putting so much stress on the brakes and the truck. Um, but despite that, we stopped, let the brakes cool off a little bit, watched it. I had a, you know, a fire extinguisher just in case, but it was just, they just got hot and they just needed to cool down. Um, that thing ran. I mean, I put, you know, 1,500, 2,000 miles on that thing in four days, almost all of it hard off-road overlanding stuff. And it never complained once. I got back on the highway to come home, drove 10 hours, turned up the premium sound system and just enjoyed myself on the way back. So again, the simplicity right? The simplicity and the hardiness of this truck cannot be understated. Like it is an amazing truck and I highly recommend it. Again, if you're looking for something reliable and inexpensive, the Xterra is a great truck. So to wrap up this episode, this, you know, 10 things I don't hate about my Nissan Xterra. If you're looking for a capable, inexpensive, reliable, and well laid out overlanding rig, the Xterra is often overlooked and it's very underappreciated in my opinion. Um, you know, and, and again, I mentioned I have had multiple Nissans, so I'm definitely biased. I love Nissans. But the reason I love them is because everyone I've had has been dead nuts reliable. Um, and when I looked at them, I always compare them to Toyotas and Hondas because I like those cars. I think they're great cars. I think they're really well made. But when I look at those and I compare, you know, options and I compare mileage and I compare year because age of components is just as important as mileage in my opinion. Um, I just, it doesn't make financial sense for me to spend 50% more, 75% more, 100% more, double the price on a Toyota that's older and has more miles, even if they are slightly more reliable than the Nissan, it just doesn't make sense. I'd rather have an 05 than a 99 with 94,000 miles than 180,000 miles, even if the Toyota is a little bit more reliable. I just feel like I have more life left in that Nissan. So, you know, I hope that that helps you guys. I hope that that gives you a little bit more Xterra content. I've noticed that the you know YouTube is kind of lacking in Xterra specific content. So I do plan to put out even more of that this year in addition to the general overlanding stuff. So if you're an Xterra guy or girl, if you are looking for more content on the Xterra, look no further. Click the subscribe button. Click the bell to be notified when a new video comes out. Um, if you're new to the channel and you've stuck around this long, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and if you're still here, it's because you enjoyed the content, right? So if you did, consider subscribing. You know, check me out on Facebook and Instagram. Also, I do a podcast every week, uh, about 20 minutes long. So it's a good, like, commute-length podcast to listen to. So if you want to hear more stuff about Xterras, if you want to hear more stuff about gear and trips and overlanding, definitely check me out on all the major podcast channels. Just search for all things overlanding. Um, so, yeah, check me out on all those channels. Come and join the conversation. I'd love to chat with you guys. Thanks again for watching um, from Fletch here at All Things Overlanding. I appreciate you guys, and I will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Yeah.